I was just uh, down in L.A. and uh, it was um, it was fun. It was great. Uh, but when I was down there, this uh, guy fell off this 18th floor nightclub, and the police was reading the thing. And the police just <gasps> said he was not the bouncer. Oh. But <laughs> Oh, okay. It was a joke. <laughs> messed up. Waka waka. <laughs> or I guess a bouncer. <laughs> yeah, maybe a bouncer would have been better. He wasn't a we'll bouncer. We'll catch that in post. Yeah. You want you want to take take that again? You want to do it again? <laughs> Not particularly. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> mm, so how the hell is everyone doing tonight? Mm, well fed. Ooh. Pre-game feeding? Yeah, that's new. Well, it's actually dinner tonight because I didn't get to eat before the kids were asleep. <laughs> I'm going to turn away from the mic, though. I'm going to be as far away as I can. <laughs> God, this is amazing. This is so good. Did you bring it up for everybody? Nope. Rude. <laughs> All right. Well, when we last left off, our intrepid heroes were deep in the cornfields of Hergstag. You had uh, defeated two of what seems to be a possible six wraith spawn. Oh, yeah, we took out two kids. <laughs> Jeez, Meg. Get them. We took out two wraith spawn. I mean, they're they're kids. They're miners. Yeah. How old are they? They've been. I guess they were kids when they died, but that was that was only a couple of years ago. Oh, you know what you get uh, when you throw a piano down a coal mine shaft? You get a flat miner. Boo! Damn it, Johnny. The second Wraith Spawn that you killed was none other than Elsa herself, friend of Tim. No, no. We did not kill her. We re-killed her? We de-wraithed her? We unkilled her. We unwraithed her. She was talking to us. Yeah. We're in the so, process of putting her to rest. Once you defeated the Wraith Spawn that she had become... Her ghost appeared to you for some convenient exposition. <laughs> uh, she told you of Brother Swarm, the wraith that had been plaguing the village, stealing away its children and turning them into its fiendish minions. He was apparently, after death, called himself Brother Swarm on account of his execution style in which a group of vigilantes covered him in honey and let him be stung to death by hornets. Is that a thing you can do? You know, I don't think hornets are particularly attracted to honey. Yeah. But I could be, there I could was be a wrong. form of execution where you would tie somebody to a boat and force feed them honey and milk until their stomach got distended and then you would also cover them in honey and milk and so they'd just have massive diarrhea from all the honey and milk and all the bugs and things would come and eat them alive, essentially. Oh my god. Ooh. Why a boat? Uh, I assume because you're sitting over stagnant water, there's more insects and things. And oh my god. River rats and stuff like that. Just whatever gross animals out there want to eat that kind of thing. Oh my god. 
You could probably smell them from a mile away, so you want to get them out of there. Well, I think they would usually pull, or from at least what I've read about it, like they'll, they'll pull them back in each day and then feed them again to sustain the suffering. Holy. Wasn't, wasn't a, a nice way to go. Oh, go get the funnel. little light reading for Wes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's apparently called Scaphism? Scaphism? Yeah. Uh, for those who want to read about it at home. <laughs> <laughs> On a different search, uh, there's a type of wasp called an executioner wasp. Yikes. That sounds pleasant. This has all been very exciting dinner conversation for me. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I mean, it really covers the three E's, right? Eating, excrement, and execution. (laughs) (laughs) You going to E3 this year? (laughs) Wow. That would be a very different event. And so, uh, Elsa explained that while her body and the body of the last child to be killed, Karen, are both buried in the graveyard at the chapel in the center of town. And the four bodies of the other children were not ever recovered by the villagers. She explained to you that to put her to rest, if that be your goal, she thinks you would probably have to put an end to Brother Swarm and his spawn. And as her ghostly visage disappeared into the cornfield, crying out for Tim to come save her, I think that's where we left off. Here, next to, I think you took him down off of the stakes. Uh, but a poor dead man with a bear trap on his leg that had been pinned up as a scarecrow that apparently was tortured for weeks by these wraith spawn before he died. That is awful. Does he got anything on him? Does he have like one of those cool Skyrim journals where he's like, oh, went out to Hergstag to see what's going on, and then, oh god, I'm on a cross, oh no. <laughs> if he was able to write, I'm on a cross, then he was in a really strange position. <laughs> it's like the beast of, ah, what does it say? Do you know, the yeah, beast exactly. of, ah, no, that can't be right. It doesn't look like, oh my god. <laughs> well, he couldn't have wrote that. It is. Look right here. Maybe he was dictated. Yeah, maybe he was dictated. (laughs) (laughs) I believe you did search him. Uh, I did not put the loot on the loot page. I'll do that right now. Boo this man. Boo. Get in the comments. I just put it in the chat. There's a turquoise pendant on a leather thong, worth hundred gold pieces. Hell. A gold pouch with twelve gold pieces, twenty-two silver pieces. A small silver pocket knife with 25 gold pieces, and a set of masterwork thieves' tools. Trying to get to this next ghost before this fucking shield wears off. I only got X amount of them prepped today. <laughs> this is Pac-Man. <laughs> waka, 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 waka. Right, so we're on the move. I think we're still continuing south down this road past the cornfield. Yes, sir. Um, Sidril, give me a perception check. And everybody, give me a survival check, or whoever wants to do survival, to find your way down the path. Can I aid? That is a 17 perception. 
You can do it yourself or aid. Yeah, survival, however you guys want to do it. Stormak fails. It's a 20 to aid. Flora. Okay. So uh, how much damage did I take this time? (laughs) (laughs) Cedriel, as you are pushing through the cornfield, your newly healed bear trap wound suddenly starts to hurt again. Oh my god. Oh, it also has an attack roll, though, so there's a little more levels of dice protection. Let's see. Here in crown d20. That is a 16. No, there's a force field around my leg. Hey! Yeah, 16 against AC does not hit. So as it clamps around your leg, you have a barrier of force that you just cast on yourself. Stops it. And it's kind of like still stuck around your leg, like pushing against your force field, your mage armor, as it's like crackling and trying to clamp down on you. Oh god, not again! Stormak jumps in there and grabs the bear trap and tries to open it so that Sid can get his leg out. Flora is also going to try. Can we take 20? Yes. You're not in danger now. So you can take your time and I'll work on it and get it off of him for sure. Really, it just slows us down. These bear traps really like you, Sidriel. I'd appreciate a heads up, but you guys are blazing the trail here. Well, if we see one, we're obviously going to tell you. Yeah, that one snuck by me. Goddamn left these things everywhere. Um, Stormak is collecting them as we find them. That's like three now, I think. It is. Shit, they probably weigh a ton. The Stormak and Sidriel, maybe you guys are more focused on looking for bear traps at this point than you are finding the path. But uh, 16 from Flora and Zeke is enough to keep on the trail. And you find another house. A single story, small building. Some of the windows are busted out. There's a broken old rocking chair on the porch. As with some of the other buildings you've seen, there is like sort of a clearing around it in the cornfields. And you can kind of see the starts of two paths, one leading the southwest and one leading south. And I think Elsa told us the cave was all the way to the southwest. Where Brother Swarm Lair is, yeah, far southwest outside of the town. And did she tell us which direction the church was? Uh, She said it was in the center of the town, uh, which would be northwest from here. Before we go any further, Stormak says, Zeke, would you mind hitting me with that wand of healing? Of course. Thank you, friend. Well, I think I'm pretty low, too, but... uh... Please wave that wand around. You know, these are things we probably should have taken care of right before we start walking around this place, you know what I mean? Like, after we take care of a few things and the area is presumably safe, but I appreciate that. Well, like someone's just randomly going to step in a bear trap? (laughs) Yeah, if we're talking about this now, I did take five minutes to remove that bear trap from Sidriel while you just stood there. I mean, I think we all had to help. Oh, jeez. Uh, are we going to argue? Know, just saying. <laughs> yeah, I guess we are. <laughs> okay. We might want to invest uh, in another one of these wands uh, when we get back to town if, 
if we're thinking about it. The uh, magic in this wand is starting to wane. Yeah, those things go pretty quick at a certain point. You're using like ten at a time. <laughs> but yeah, you have this house and the path you came from, as well as two paths leading away. Uh, what do you do? As we come around the house, anything of particular note? Spoopy children laughing, anything like that? <laughs> you do notice a pale blue light at the edge of the corn on the north end of the clearing of this house, and you see Elsa's ghost again kind of wander into the clearing, just calling, Tim! Tim! And she's, like, wandering aimlessly. Poor thing's a haunt now. Doesn't know anything more than what she knew when she was alive. You see her walk right through the walls of this house into the inside of it. Well, are we ready? And Stormak goes to the door. Yes. You take a quick peek. He opens the door. Yep, you open it up and... House is a mimic! A <laughs> <laughs> mimic ghost? That'd be messed up. You see Elsa's ghost kind of just walking through the wall of the living room and into another wall calling out Tim gets a little muffled as she moves into the other room Stormak tries to follow her through doors not walls the living area here there's still bits of furniture even though a lot of them are kind of moldy and uh, tattered at this point uh, there's cupboards in a sort of cooking area that are all open and emptied Looks like there's stuff laying about like this place got raided or people moved out really fast. You go through the door of the room that she walked into and there's a bed frame with no mattress on it and you see her ghost is sitting on it and it looks like she's writing or drawing something. This room appears to maybe have been her bedroom as there are still like old moldering pieces of parchment stuck to the walls with childish drawings on them. There's one of her and her family and with like little stick figures and a crude drawing of the house that you're in. There's me, mom, and dad. You see another one of her and Tim holding hands with flowers in their other hand. Crude stick figure drawing of the two of them. This is Elsa. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take that. Come in here. I'm in. I'm in Elsa's room. Um, there's some good artwork in here. He says, looking at her. We've we've already took care of her though. Like she's. We're, aren't we after the other ones now? Are we just investigating for this? Stormak collects the artwork. Oh. Yeah. So we want to take that just as additional evidence. Look, they were friends. Also, speak to her corpse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it does appear to be Elsa's house, and uh, as far as she told you, uh, she believes most of the children are wandering around the houses they lived in. Can we ask her where the other houses might be? Like, give us a direction, because we're just wandering around here in the dark. Yeah, you, you ask her? Or yeah, her? yeah. Hey, uh, Elsa, do, uh, did any of your friends live down this road to the south? 
Yes, tempted. He'll be here to save me any second. Yep, he sure will. Any second. <laughs> Hang tight. Eee. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Pulling on his collar. But uh, where did the other children live? Can you can you point to their house? Oh, you're Tim's friends. I I remember you. I. That's right. I can help you. And she goes to the other side of her room. And you know, she is trying to pick up what looks like a, a bit of, like, charcoal. Oh, let me get that for you. And Stormak goes to pick it up. Yeah, her hand is just, like, going right through it. But she's like, keeps trying. I, I guess I can't really draw it anymore. But you can. And she will give you a crude description of the layout of the town. How, how's that? Yay, map! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, um, you know what? At that point, why don't I just turn the dynamic lighting off? <laughs> yes! <laughs> hmm, this seems awfully convenient for the DM. I mean, it's a lot more convenient for you. Maybe a little bit, yeah. <laughs> give him give him just a little pushback, Wes, but not enough to discourage him from doing what he's planning to do. <laughs> it is with great pain that I reveal the map. <laughs> You're doing the right thing, John. And as you may see, uh, the children's houses have a sort of blue circle around them. And the bigger one in the center of the town is the chapel, she'll tell you. I tell you. <laughs> do we think it worthwhile to investigate Tim's house while we're down this way? Or do we want to go straight to the kids we have to murder? And she'll point out Tim's place that he lived is right on the edge of the small lake uh, at the south of town there. I mean, I feel like we should get to the kid killing first, and then if uh, if we got time afterwards... Oh, sorry, this is not in character. Uh, this is Surat saying that. Um, and then we can loop around and see his house if we want to. <laughs> That's fair. Sightseeing after uh, child murder. <laughs> you guys. You gotta have priorities. You're killing him, you guys. You're killing him. What, is he a child? You guys are really funny. All right, let's keep doing it. Let's keep talking about <laughs> the ghost children that we need to put to rest. To be fair, they were already child murdered. You don't have to have that weighing on your conscience. Thanks. Where are we on this map? Oh, there we are. I found us. <clears throat> so, I mean, if we just follow around this circular road, that'll take us back to the church. Uh, I guess we could then go, like... Northeast to hit that house. Follow along the swampy road to the north to the little three houses that have kids there. And then hit that final one to the far left. Looks like Karn's house. Karen. Is it Karen? Oh, yeah. It's little I couldn't see the eye. I love that plan. Yeah, let's do it. Sounds like a plan. Let's make that happen. Because I think once we do that, that should 
Because we, uh, John, that's right, the southwest is where we said, like, somewhere near the hill is where we expect Brother Swarm, uh, the lair to be. Yes, um... I'll throw that on there, too. Alright, Elsa, we're off to do this work. See you later, and we leave. <laughs> if, if you see Tim, can you tell him I'm, I'm, I, I'm going to be killed, and I need to, to save me? <laughs> that I'm going to be killed, and I need him to save me, please? Whenever's convenient. No rush. <laughs> you we'll apparently sure. are a haunt, and you're on a loop, so try to find a good thing to focus on, because you're just going to be reliving this moment over and over. <laughs> we'll, we'll be sure to put a message in. You keep drawing them pictures, sweetie. We'll be back soon. Thank you. Well, trying to. Well, she has, like, ghost charcoal that she's drawing with. They killed her charcoal, too? <laughs> it's brutal. Mm-hmm. Dang. And she sits back down on the bed, and she's, like, kicking her legs off the side of the bed and drawing and humming. Oh, don't do that. Don't make it real. Oh. And you guys have an idea of where you should go now. Okay. And we go there. We go down the road, we go past several houses, we go past the chapel, and we get to Karen's okay. house. <laughs> Moving on down the road. Well, now, like I said... <laughs> no, no, now we know where everything is. No, no, no. <laughs> e- each of these roads is still very hard to follow. It's a DC-15 survival check to find the path and keep on it without getting lost in the corn. And there's still the old bear trap situation in between each place. I assume each section of road between each house is a survival roll? Yes. Come at me, bear trap. 24 for Sid to get to the next house. Nice. Alright. Well, that one passes. Stormac will go in the front of the group and be scouting for bear traps. Okay. With his eyes and his feet. Give me a perception check. And a feet check. A feet check. Natural 20 for a 31 perception. Stormak finds another bear trap in front of the group. Ready to spring. I set it off with a rock and I attach it to the plentiful collection of bear traps that I'm already carrying. Hanging from my backpack. Gotta be getting heavy. I'm sure it is. (laughs) I mean, you don't get encumbered, really. Um, But each one is 10 pounds. Nice. And yet you're able to follow the path through the tall and short random length corn stalks, as we debated over last week. (laughs) (laughs) That went on a little too long. We're good. good. (laughs) Keep moving. This seems to be a general store-looking type of building. Again, all rotted out, and the windows are busted down, and you know parts of the wall are even kind of torn down. And it looks like, at least from looking at it from outside, uh, to have been cleared out uh, by looters or villagers leaving here in a hurry. Take a quick pass with some detect magic. 
Just yeah, quick pass. In there. Just while we're... Quick pass. Yeah, I'll fire up the old tech magic, just see if there's anything worthwhile. Uh, give me a luck roll. Uh, as long as you needed a 14 or higher. <laughs> oh ho ho. You do not detect any magic. But Stormac does spy a big tub of bear trap ointment. <laughs> what? what? Specific? <laughs> In case okay. your bear traps get wounded. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> you had me. You had me for a second. <laughs> oddly specific ointment. These bear traps look like they could use some ointment. It seems, for the most part, this place has been cleared out. How about this next road? That one for survival. Oh my god. Ooh. Somebody else you need to pull the weight on this one. <laughs> what is going on with you? <laughs> Oof. That's an 11 from me. What's the DC? Uh, it's DC 15. Alright. I got a 15. Alright. There it is. <laughs> now I can hear it. Okay. And which path are you taking? Uh, there's one to the south and one to the west. I think we're continuing around the circular road clockwise toward the chapel. Alright. Oof. So, uh, Laura, give me a perception check. Okay. I have to. Thirteen. You can give me one for Daisy, too. Okay. I think I got her all up and running as well. Oh, I have a button for that. There we go. Fancy. Nineteen. So you hear out of nowhere a snap and a yelp from Daisy. What? Does a 21 hit Daisy's AC? Uh, yes. So, that's going to be nine damage to Daisy as a bear trap springs on her poor little puppy paws. And she is whining as this thing is just crunching into her leg. Uh, how much damage did you say? Sorry, I'm trying to figure out how to take it off of this sheet. Um, it's nine damage. And you should be able to do it right on your token. If you click on your token, the your HP should be one of those circles, and you can just hit minus nine. If you guys want to take 20 to get this thing off... Yeah, Stormak rushes over to help. It takes another five or so minutes. And she's not mechanically bleeding. But, you know, she got a pretty good wound there from that. So maybe she's limping a little bit as you continue down the corn path. I am no longer riding her. That's just cruel. That's fair. <laughs> and you come to another set of houses. Uh, according to your ghost map, this does not appear to be any of the children's houses. Continue. Quick search. Skip cutscene. We've got plenty of time, so we might as well heal Daisy. You can do that. And let's have another set of survival checks. Eleven. There's your heal for eight for Daisy. Natural twenty for twenty-four survival. Ooh, Stormac is getting used to this. He's a corn... Conqueror. So I don't have to roll anymore? I've, I've conquered the corn and. <laughs> he, he's a corn keistador. Oh. <laughs> Alright, so that means that I don't have to roll this anymore. We've, we've, we've finished this. Alright. You wish. Yes. 
just getting better at it. But does because he passed it, does that mean that we're all safe from it? That's just to get to the next place. Yeah, that's to follow the path. Oh, 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 okay. Getting confused with all the rolls. I would like to take the lead and try to spot these traps before anybody else. Uh, yes, that worked once. I try to keep that up. Uh, here's another perception right. check, 21. Alright, uh, yeah, you don't find any bear traps as you're carefully wading through the sea of corn and you guys make it through safely. Good. As you come to the end of this path, it opens up and you see what must be the chapel that Elsa was talking about. It's a small... I mean, it's bigger than any other buildings you've seen, but for a chapel, it's fairly small. Whitewashed timber building in the center of the village, surrounded by gravestones, with bits of tall grass and random stalks of corn sticking out in between the graves. Stormak notes that and carefully walks around them, keeping us on track towards Karen's house. Did we want to investigate the chapel? Yeah, this is supposed to have Rachel. This is where you understand Elsa and Karen's bodies to be. Oh. As well as the Wraithspawn Rachel. I'm also thinking if there's anything worthwhile, like holy water or anything like that, this is probably the place to find it. Maybe a stash of healing potions or some kind of divine magic. Yeah. Wand of greater Maybe. restoration. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe we take a little pit stop. We head into the chapel. Right. As you come closer, the big there's big double doors on the front of the chapel. One of them is hanging off its hinges. They both have an old degraded symbol of a butterfly in the center of the doors. Stormak carefully opens both of the doors. The door that's broken, he kind of rests it up against the side. Yeah, it comes right off the hinges. It's going to make that quick knowledge religion check so Sid can know. That is a 20 knowledge religion to identify who this Temple of Desna is dedicated to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think it might be Desna. Oh. You see several of the same symbol that you would recognize as Desna's symbol of the butterfly. But it is definitely showing signs of abandonment. The chapel is falling victim to rot. Pews are already overgrown with grass and weeds coming through the floorboards. Some of the windows are smashed in. Beautiful stained glass windows, but a lot of them are ruined and smashed. Give me perception checks. Stormak got a 23 on Knowledge Religion and a 23 on Perception. Nice. So you would recognize the Desnan symbolism as well. 22 on Perception. Flora, Flora got an 8. Daisy got a 20. Flora, you feel something. Wait, Daisy's knowledge religion is off the hook. She blesses herself what? as she walks in. <laughs> Daisy's like a devout follower of... What? What are you talking about? No, um, that was her joking. perception. Joking. Jokes. <laughs> Ever heard of them? No. <laughs> You feel something cross your foot and, like, up the bottom part of your leg for a second, and it startles you, and you look, and there is just 
a bunch of rats <laughs> like that scatter from under one of the pews running across your feet. She uh, doesn't actually climb the arm of the closest person next to her, but practically climbs the arm of the closest person next to her. <laughs> Not it. And <laughs> Not it. Sidriel, it. it's Sid. It's always Sid. <clears throat> While Flora is distracted by the rats, the rest of you hear a haunting childlike voice. Oh, you ought to know better than to stick your nose in places it doesn't belong. You never know what's gonna jump right out and bite you. Maybe you look around. You don't see anything at first. But then, through one of the side walls of the chapel, you see a pink ghostly light pass through the wall. And it looks like what must be Rachel. Uh, oh my god, what the fuck? Damn, that's horrifying. She looks friendly. That's some fucking Delta Green shit right there. Fuck yeah. This figure is missing half of her head and turns the lower half of her head that still exists to you and starts floating towards you quickly. Ew. Let's roll for initiative. Ew. Ew. Woo woo, let's do it. Ew. There's a 26 for Sid. I got a 9. Man, I'm rolling hot tonight. 13 for Stormek. Ezekiel Kane, the top of round one. Ezekiel Kane has seen this before, um, but he is going to use a move action to study target. And he will study her to see, uh, you know, maybe he gets a little bit of insight into what she's doing, um, particularly a plus two insight. Studying her movements, trying to guess where she's going to come at you next, maybe, where you can get at her. And I am going to... Man, there's got to be a good place to set up tactically. Uh, what uh, Difficult terrain in here? No? What's the deal here? Just these pews? Uh, the pews would be difficult terrain. Okay. <laughs> but the floor is good? Yeah. The floor is lava. <laughs> the floor is lava. <laughs> so, let's look up those environmental rules real quick. Uh, it's like 10d6 around or something like that? <laughs> yeah, it's not good. <laughs> and the effort... We almost fell in lava in, in the game Ryan runs recently. Yeah, yeah, don't want to do that. Or I think somebody did. Their their animal companion fell in lava. Whew. Could have been bad. That sounds terrible. It was awesome. Highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's only 2d6 around, unless you're completely immersed. Oh, yeah. He was immersed. <laughs> I think I'm just going to use my other action to move to try to set us up as best as I can to see what is going to happen here. So I will move 15 feet diagonally, which is you know, 15, and then um, see what happens. Zeke walks down the aisle. All right. Oh, my God. Why do I forget the wedding march? I, da, I was da, just da, forgetting it, da, too. Da, da, da. <laughs> and that's where we're a podcast on a choir. <laughs> yeah. Sid is up next. Um, in an unprecedented move that no one's ever seen before, Sid's gonna cast Acid Splash. Ooh. 
Get this party rocking and rolling. That's a 22 touch, a range touch attack. Oh yeah, that'll do. Okay, I'm not going to roll damage because it'll get halved anyway, and it is one point of damage. That's right. <laughs> and then Sid is bravely going to hide behind his friends. Very he bravely ran, ran away. away. <laughs> yeah, so he's going to step back by about 15 feet. 15, does that seem reasonably far away? Yeah, let's see. He steps back 20 feet. He bravely turned right. his tail and ran. <laughs> A lot of Holy Grail references tonight. <laughs> All right. Threw a little pocket acid in her face and ran. Not a bad move. Yeah. Wait, does and it splash? is. I'm trying to think if it hits things nearby. I'm not sure if it would do damage to the. Uh... You said she has a, a bear trap as well, right? Yeah, it's kind of just like. No, no, it just, I'm thinking the wrong. I'm thinking acid splash from like D and D, where it hits it and a nearby target. Pathfinder, oh, yeah. it's just a single target. No actual splash damage. Right. Despite its name, you, so I mean, if you want to add it in there, because it's kind of cool. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe you do eat away the bear trap. Nice. I mean, it's poetic, really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Sid earned it. <laughs> His favorite enemy bear trap now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Better than favorite terrain bear trap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Least favorite terrain <laughs> bear trap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it is her time. Even though it just hurt her a little bit. Kyle was doing her a favor. And I think she doesn't like the way that this cop is looking at her. Mm. Just gonna fly up right through these pews. Pew. Arms back, like, just whoosh, flying straight at you. Anime her, style. Uh, Naruto run. Her half-head open wound staring right at you as she flies towards your face. And takes one of her apparently clawed hands and attempts to shove it into your gut. see it. Come at me. That is a natural 20. Let me roll to confirm. Um... That is... Where's your... That's a 15 versus touch. That's gonna to confirm. not confirm, thank God. But it will hit. Now, let me remind you that if you cast shield on yourself, that is not active anymore. Yeah, that's fine. Because I still have mage armor. That, that was a while ago. Yeah, my, my touch AC is a 17 to incorporeal touch. Nice. Alright, so, just checking, just checking. Uh, she's going to still hit, though, with the natural 20s, so let's roll a little bit of Dimaggio. That's going to be four negative energy damage. Oof. And please roll me a fortitude save. All right, fortitude save coming up. Do I get any cool bonus for this one? Not really. Fortitude's not great for an investigator at this level. Thank God. Um, here, here we go. It's only a plus three, plus four versus poison. I doubt this is a poison. Oh, fuck. No. That's not going to work. Um, okay. Uh, that's a seven. Not going to do it. So as she plunges her clawed hand into your stomach, it just goes right through your skin, and you feel 
your flesh and organs around it, almost like they're decaying rapidly, and you take two con drain, constitution drain. Ouchie pouchy. Not damage. Drain. And it is Stormak's turn. Stormak takes a five-foot step up to this poor wraith spawn girl and using his new ability style strike defensive spin he is going to unleash a flurry of blows on her he's also going to use one point of key in order to get an extra strike in there if the first one hits then the defensive spin works. Here we go. That is probably not going to do it. Um, 11 to hit. Unfortunately, 11 is not going to hit. And then a 17 to hit. That will. All right. And then another 11. All right. All right. So that 17 gets me four magical bludgeoning damage. He's got magic hands. That's my, that's my turn. Have that to two. And Flora is up next. So mounting your mount is a move action. I think it's illegal, too. No. So I can mount on my mount mm-hmm. as my move action. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then can I charge? Uh, No. Because you do not have 10 feet to move in between you uh, before you are 10 feet away from her with your ranged lance. I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, <clears throat> climb on Daisy. Take some steps back. And um, What's the thing we were danger warding before? Should I not do that now still? Fortitude. Fortitude, do it. That's what it was. How many times do you get those per day? I get three per day, but it's one per saving throw. Oh. Yeah, you used one for fortitude already. Did I? Yes. We definitely wanted you to save one for Brother Swarm. Yeah, but we don't know if he but does so, the same thing. So you can't do it for fortitude again today. Yep, that's Is that right. Yeah, once per each type. Oh, I see. Well then, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just gonna hold on to that. Um, and I, well, maybe not. Um, <clears throat> she's gonna use her. Um, I can't find it. There it is. My teamwork. Feet ability to share my teamwork feet with everybody. Um, which is when I charge and hit, you all gain plus two to your next attack on that target. Attack or charge? When I charge and hit, everybody else after that gets plus two to their next attack. Cool. Before my next turn. Pretty cool. So she's letting everyone know that she is about to charge it. That's a cool feat. Keep it there, she says. We got you, Flora. You give them the feat, too, 
right? Or you yeah, can yes. do that? Yes. Well, no, that's, that's what it does. It's giving them all the feet. So if one of them chooses to charge it, that would do the same thing. Yeah. But Pretty cool. Yeah. Sidril, I feel a charge coming. That's already come, come on, up. buddy. I've got a buff built for it. Distracting charge from Flora, plus two to attack. Mm-hmm. But you don't right. you don't have that yet. Right. Once you hit. Uh, and with once it's been charged up, so he yeah. can charge. Yeah. But now this guy's blocking me, so I'll just yeah, stay back here. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my sorry, Cedril. <laughs> and with that, we will start round two, beginning with Ezekiel Kane. I'm just gonna take a stab with my studied foe. On. Is that a a magical rapier? Sure is. Plus one rapier, dog. <laughs> Ooh, that's a 16 on the die for a 26 to hit. That's uh, going to do it. I would hope so. Big time. All right. 1d6 plus 4 plus 2. 1d6 plus 6. All right. That's 10 magical piercing damage if it matters. And he will say, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what he would say. He's like, oh, my bones. As he takes a five-foot step to the north. All right. You get a good hit on her as this sort of pink ethereal form bursts out the back of her with your rapier strike and some of her dissipates into the air. And it is Sidriel's turn. Uh, Sid is going to bravely stand back here. Cast another acid splash. Miss, probably, with a nine to hit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's going to step back just a little bit further away from this thing. Bravely. Bravely. Bravely step away. He bravely stepped away. Okay. That was a pretty good hit on her. I think probably going to keep focusing on Zeke. And is going to fly around laughing... <laughs> Brother Swarm is going to have fun with you. Um, provoking from Stormak and Zeke. Sure, I'll take a swing at her. That's uh, 12 to hit. The miss. Alright. Damn it. Why? She wouldn't have known to do that. Bro, come on. That's fine. She's oh, specifically no, still, avoiding Flora's charge. Exactly. No, I can still get her. John just refuses to she let can, you. Yeah, she can still do charge. It. That's. that's, that's uh, I was not trying to do that. <laughs> she was just trying like. to not be surrounded by Stormak and him. <laughs> <laughs> she could. She could still get a charge off. You know, you I, know Stormak I, will be getting out of your way there, Flora. No, it's all right. No, I. Well, she could just go straight ahead. Yeah, because I've I've got the reach and everything, so I'll be fine. So, I'm rolling f- fucking solid tonight. That's a 19 on the die for a 29 and a critical threat. Let's see if this confirms. That's a natural 20 to confirm. I shit you not. Hell yeah. Let's go. Sometimes do you shit him? Um, Roll it yeah. again. Confirm the confirmation. Not usually, but I have been rolling <laughs> shitty for the past couple of episodes. Exploding criticals. So, I'm, I'm like, when I do roll good, I'm always, like, amazed that I do well. All right, that's 2d6 plus 8, which I'm surprised. Oh, wait, no, hold on. Is the, um, no. I don't think the studied foe is multiplied in a, so it's only 2d6, yeah, plus 8 plus 2. All right. Plus 4. Yeah, 2d6 plus 8. Wait. Plus the extra 2 damage. 
from studied combat. So it's 2d6. Yeah, it's 2d6 plus 8. Here we go. Okay. Which is 7 plus 8 is 15 plus 2 is 17. 17 magical piercing. Ooh. Nice. Solid. It's going to be 8 damage total because it's halved. Still, a mighty blow. And now she's going to retaliate. That is a 19 versus touch. Yeah, that'll play. It's going to be four negative energy damage. Okay. And a fortitude save, please. Again, not a good thing for investigators. Uh, 14? It's on the cusp. You are going to receive... Fuck. One constitution drain. This is really taking away my hit points, too. Holy shit. Yes, definitely does that. And you notice she stuck her hand into your neck this time. And you see the life force being drained from you and reconstituting her form. Some of the missing bits of her that you blasted away start to reform. It is Stormak's turn. You say that the pink ghost retaliates. Well, Stormak is a master of retaliation. Oh, yeah. He moves across... Time and space. ...this chapel. (laughs) Uh, He he moves up alongside Zeke, alongside Rachel's Wraithspawn ghost, around her, behind her, and gets himself into a flanking position with Zeke. Oh, ho, ho. Inadvertently, he provokes an attack of opportunity. Inadvertently. And while she has one hand submerged in Zeke's neck, she whips around with her other hand and swipes at Stormak. Oh, out of the box. Didn't even go in the box. (laughs) Um, That is a 22 against touch. That's not going to touch. Ooh, you're so tough to touch. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, you got a little panther style for me? I certainly do. So I only managed to not get touched by that due to Flora's new banner. Mm -hmm. That gave me just what I needed. All right, so here's my AOO on her AOO. That is a 19 to hit to deliver 7 damage. Alright. That'll do. That was part of my move action. Now I'm in position here, flanking old Zeke. And I will take my attack, another unarmed strike, and that will be a 24 to hit for another 7 damage. Alright. Solid. Not too shabby. Uh, anything else from Stormak? Dialogue? I'm sorry, young one. We must put you to rest. Just like the rest. <laughs> nice. Flora is up next. Okay. Do charges benefit from flanking? Yes. Nice. Alright. She is going... Daisy scratches at the ground... Because she hasn't been able to do this in so fucking long. And we are going to charge and stab at the ghost. All right. Nice. That's, 
Okay, so I rolled an 18, which is a... Which for a 32, so minus one is 31. For a 32? <laughs> what is this? Because a, char- a charge attack with her lance is like plus 14 or something. Let me look on... It definitely hits. Fantastic. So that's 29 damage. Holy macaroni. <laughs> I'm never going to let you charge again. <laughs> um, pa, 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 pa. So that's 14 total. With the magic lance I stupidly gave you. Come on. Give me something. <laughs> what? Level 5 characters with a plus 1 weapon? Unheard of. Yeah. I know. I'm just giving her shit. Come on! Let me feel uh, cool. You run up on Daisy and blast a big cannonball-sized hole. And you see pink ghostly matter burst out. All over Stormac. Uh, all over Stormac <laughs> behind her and dissipate. Alright, solid turn from Flora. Top around three, Ezekiel Kane. Okay, top around three. Wait, you charge and then ran away? The fuck? Um. Okay, cool. Um. No, I'm still here. I'm still here. Oh, my map is. I went away for one second. And you like phased back to your old spot. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um. <laughs> Ezekiel Kane, after seeing this um, uh, cannonball-sized hole being blasted out of this child's chest, I believe is how it was said. Uh, he'll turn around and uh, wink at you and be like. Oh, that was a great hit, Flora. And then he'll try to finish this ghost off with his last studied strike. Let's hope this works. Round three. Here we go. Ooh, I don't know. That's a 19 to hit. That'll do. All right. All right. So that's D6 plus six for a nine. And as so I think that I'm doing this right. If, um, at the end, if I hit with a, uh, my studied foe with a studied combat, I can unleash the studied strike to get an extra d6 damage on top of that. But that ends my studied combat. So, and it's, I only, nice. I only get three rounds of it anyway, so I'm gonna do it right now. That work? Let's go. Okay. So that's an extra two damage. So that was, uh... It was a three on the die for seven, plus two is nine. Nine magical piercing. So four damage. Four damage. Four damage. All right, yeah, you pierce through the ghostly visage of this poor girl, and... I thought she didn't have a visage. She only had half a visage. Yeah, there's no face there. Is a visage a face? Yes. I thought it was just like an, uh... Not that. Okay. Like an like an image. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Thank you. Noted. You blast through the ghostly form of this poor girl with half a visage. <laughs> and <laughs> she reels back a little bit and like is starting to blink, not mechanically, <laughs> but like kind of static, barely existing anymore. Ghost bloody? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna use my move action um, to say 
going. Finish her off with an acid splash, Sidriel. <laughs> Incoming. <laughs> Sidriel is up next. And acid splash for a nine. Oh my hit. god. Fuck. Oh, unfortunately, it does not. See you guys next episode. Do you think, like, reinstalling Windows or something might help? Because (laughs) this digital dice is not being kind to you. And now it is Rachel's turn. Who is just going to do a five-foot float over here to hit Flora with a ghostly bitch slap because she just fucked her up. <laughs> ghostly bitch slap. <laughs> He's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, that's a natural 20? No, it's not. With a natural one to confirm. Nice. <laughs> God. I kind of love when that happens even though I hate it. <laughs> it is going to hit. It's going to be nine or eight, sorry. Oh, wait. I was rolling bear trap damage. (laughs) No, never mind. That's going to be four negative energy damage. Okay. As the life force is drained from the slap mark on your face. And roll me a fortitude save, please. Okay. 20. Nice. That's going to do it. All right. And Stormax up next. Alright, Stormak will five foot step after this Wraith spawn and spend another key point in order to do an extra strike in the flurry of blows. I will also do my style strike defensive spin, hoping that the first attack hits, and here we go. That's a 15 to hit for the first attack. Oh, that's gonna hit. Oh, nice. And let me just stop you right there. No. As I would like you to roll. Just kidding. Describe that kill, please. Oh. Oh. Um, judo chop shoulder to opposite ribs as he just tries to get center mass and do a bunch of damage. Right. Yeah, three damage was exactly her hit points that she had left. Save me a key point. Yeah. And as you judo chop this ghostly girly, she starts reeling and twisting and spiraling into a little ball of nothing that pops out of existence. Rest now, Rachel. You hear as she disappears. Thank you. And she gone. And she gone. <laughs> Flora's hyped. Stormak backs up, sits down on the top of the stairs at the back of the church. Flora's like bouncing around. Like, yeah, yeah. Holding her hand up for a high five from anybody because she's so glad she got to charge. <laughs> Well done, everyone. Yeah, everyone. Good, good job, guys. Yeah, Ezekiel Kane wanders over to one of those pews, sits down, and it almost breaks through this pew. 
puts his, the tip of his rapier into the ground and just feels the inside of him. And he's like, I, I don't, I don't feel so good, guys. That that hurt real bad. Yeah, maybe we should try to turn this place over, see if there's anything useful around. Um, John, two things I want to do. One, uh, throw on tech magic and do the usual scouting around for any kind of magic. But also, would the 20 knowledge check be enough to know a bit about Desna, like her domains and things like that? Which is a pretty common deity. Uh, yeah. Was it you? You had like a 23? Uh, I had a 20. Stormak had a 23. Alright, yeah, you would both know uh, about Desna and kind of what she's all about. Uh, it's the Varesian goddess of luck, stars, and travelers. Yep, particularly all three of those things is kind of what I wanted to play to, as we are needing Desna's luck as we travel underneath the stars in this godforsaken place. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, is there anything left on the altar? Uh, like, any kind of idol or shrine or anything to Desna? There is... A sort of like a holy bird bath <laughs> uh, at the front of the uh, at the front of the room. Holy bird bath. Is Shay Lynn hanging out here too? <laughs> um, you know, you know, I mean, um, yeah, like with a little holy water thing, a holy water thing, and it's kind of overgrown and got water in it, but it it's almost like it's turning green from algae. <laughs> algae can be holy. Holy it could still be holy. Uh, does it detect as magic? I don't know if holy water normally does. Or not. I'm, I'm, go- I'm in the middle of googling that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it does, mildly. So clearly, nobody is going to high five Flora. So she high fives herself, and she hops down, and she starts looking around, also, just to see if she can spot anything. Um, I'm going to say that it does not detect as magic from what I'm seeing, but with just that knowledge roll, you could at least assume that this was holy water, at least, and uh, you can't think of any way a reason that it wouldn't still be charged as such. Sid's gonna throw just a, a very quick passing prayer to Desna, like, Desna, please keep us safe in this, pretty much what I said before, keep, keep us safe in this godforsaken land as we travel under the stars. You can really use your luck about now. Right. Oh, and... Um, and then and I then guess... dunk you, your head in there. <laughs> do we want to start scooping up some vials of this stuff? Do you have vials? Um, I would. You probably would. Empty bottles? I mean, we have been chugging potions like, non-stop, so we probably have some empty potion bottles. I mean, I have an alchemy kit on me, which I would assume there would be vials in there. Yeah, I would uh, say that's fair. And uh, there is enough for five vials of holy water in this altar. Amazing. That sounds perfect. Meg, I thought it was funny that Flora didn't get a high five. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> that's fine. She high fived herself. She took care of it. I like it. She's still mad at you. I'll throw some crickets in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you fill up five vials of holy water? Looking around, does anything else detect as magic? It does not. Um, there's, like, shelves and cabinets that have been turned over and ripped apart, and it looks like this place has been cleared out. 
uh, like a lot of the places you've seen, it almost seems as though after people moved out proper, there must have been some kind of looters coming and, like, looking around for stuff themselves. But we were told that Elsa and Rachel's bodies were here, right? Or does that just mean in well, the graveyard? A, probably, a, yeah, I assume buried in the graveyard, because I think they're the only two yeah, bodies so that were recovered. The chapel is surrounded by gravestones. Right. On the outside of it. Just then a big hole opens up. What? And a, no, never mind. <laughs> Alright, well, we keep it moving. Yeah. Alright. You come back outside of the church. It is same dark guy with a cool breeze on the wind. And what is your plan? On to Karen's. I think, don't we want to go to Karen's last? Because that'll be the closest to Brother Swarm. Please, Sidria, lead the way. I don't know where I'm going. I was just thinking we want to minimize the number of times we have to walk up and down these roads. Agreed. Yeah. And if you were looking for bodies, there are two of them here. I don't know we want to carry them around with us. Yeah, we'll come back for that. Yeah, I don't think they're going anywhere. Never know. Famous last words. <laughs> so I was thinking if we went to, I guess it's Guard's house, then Martin's house. Why do they spell their names like assholes here? I know. <laughs> And good guards, then Martins, and then Karens is what I was thinking. Guard. <laughs> All right. So you step outside the chapel, stepping carefully around gravestones and the bear traps. And carefully around the bear traps. Probably around the bear traps too. You don't see anywhere around here. Uh, but you have your ghost map. You've got three more targets on it investigate as well as Brother Swarm's Carecrow Lair. His Lair Crow. Mm. And Tim's house, question mark, apparently. Optional investigation. But you stare out into the sea of corn. You see in the spots where it's a little more sparse than others that the ground starts to get a lot more swampy, murky, boggy, you might say, the more north you get in the town here. And as you tread along back into the corn, I think that's where we're going to call it for this week. Good idea, because Sky just got the hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear him in the background. Oh, poor baby. Damn. Scare him. The mic is picking up your hiccups. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Sky. All right. We're getting through yeah. it. Yeah. I guess we'll stop playing now. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no, we're doing good. We're doing good. Lock 